Africa, in particular white corporate South Africa, would make those changes on its own. Can we say that that is what will happen? Michael Bugrain is, of course, a Labour attorney at Bugrain's Attorneys. Michael, good morning to you. Thank you for your time this morning. Hi, good morning, and thank you for having me on air. I appreciate it. It's, it's a pleasure speaking to you. There have been so many different streams that have been pulled out of this conversation, but, but I thought it would be important to have the context of where we are coming from as a country because we cannot have a conversation about equity, in especially employment, without having the conversation of where we are coming from as a country because 30 years of uh, you know democracy still does not mean that we are anywhere close to where we need to be i i fully understand that and one has to understand that the real issue about our constitution is in fact we need to heal the divisions of the past now you can't heal the divisions of the past by actually bringing in divisions again and this is where you and I differ slightly in the sense that I don't believe that the employment equity legislation has worked at all. And in fact, making it stricter is not going to work either. We've had the employment equity legislation, we've had it in law for over 20 years. And for over 20 years, we've had laws saying that you have to have employment equity, uh, that you need to exclude or prefer a person on the basis of an inherent requirement of the job. You've also got, in terms of our Employment Equity Act, we have preferential treatment and numerical goals. Now, this hasn't worked. It can't work. It'll never work. Social engineering doesn't work. What we obviously need to do is we need to go back to the drawing board and have a look at it. Unfortunately, the Minister of Employment and Labor seems to think, okay, we can make it harsher rather than give bigger fines. And this is the reaction that we've seen from DISCAM. But... We've seen that we've tried for 20 years, 25 years, we've tried legislation, we've tried the whip, and that doesn't seem to work at all. The whip is not working. It's just retarding business. We've now got 11 million unemployed South Africans. That's both black and white, but the people are taking the biggest flack, the black community. The black community are taking the biggest flack out of the 11 million unemployed. And so we need to have a look at our law, go back to the law, and say, how do we encourage business to create jobs? Not instead of whipping them by saying, okay, well, you mustn't employ whites anymore. And in fact, the, the legislation says, um, and it's, it says in terms of the Employment Equity Act, that nothing in the Act requires a designated employer to take any decision concerning an employment policy or practice that would establish an absolute barrier to the prospective or continued employment or advancement of people who are not from the designated groups. So Michael, we've already got that, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask you just to pause there. Apologies for interrupting. It's 9.30. I want to go over to the news desk for the headlines. We'll continue with you after this. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. 
we continue the conversation on the talking point, I'll be taking your calls at 086-000-2032. That's the number to dial in this morning. On the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. We're staying with this question of um, employment equity in particular following uh, that story that took place with Discam. And, and really, it's about if we are truly creating a country um, you know, that is to heal the divisions of our past and ensure there is social justice. How do we go about doing that? Mark, Michael Bagrams is a labor law attorney, a Bagrams attorney. Uh, Michael, you spoke about the fact that the legislation hasn't worked. In your view, why hasn't it worked? Because it doesn't work. Social engineering can't work. What, what business has to do is they've got to create a profit for their business and they need to actually have a fair business at the end of the day. And the only way you're going to do that is to get rid of, and we've seen this in the past, we must get rid of social engineering. We must get rid of race quotas. Now, we saw that apartheid brought in race quotas. They tried desperately to bring in the race quotas, and it eventually was part of the business community had to stand up against this and say, that's ridiculous. You're never going to be able to expand business with race quotas. And that's what was happening. The country was going bankrupt, not, a, not, not by design of the business community. It was going bankrupt by design of the nationalist government. Now what we're seeing is by design of ANC government, we're bringing back race quotas by another name. We're calling it employment equity. It doesn't matter what you call it. This is still race quotas. Business community has to look at this from a different angle altogether. They've got to try and appoint people who are fit for purpose, people who can do the job first and foremost, never mind the race. I wouldn't choose someone to work in my business because they're either black or white or colored. I'll choose them because they can do the job. Obviously, we need to have a look at it from a point of fairness and the history. And fairness and history is if you've got two people of equal ability, one's black and one's white, well, then one would immediately ask the legislation to say, let's rather appoint the black person because of the inherent problems that we've had in the past. So well, you can't have an absolute barrier. And in fact, the legislation doesn't call for an absolute barrier. Today, business is not growing. Business is shrinking. Business is saying we need to outsource, we need to mechanize, we need to computerize. So there's staff, and especially in the the sector where the unfortunate Ivan Saltzman finds himself in is that he's going computerization. He's going external. And his staff are not expanding. So how does he actually then answer the race quotas set by the minister? The minister's about to consult with the various sectors in society. And there's then comes a desperate letter. And it's a desperate letter from Diskem saying, we're going to be fined. We don't know which way to turn. We're not expanding our staff. And now what we've got to do is we've got to employ black people. Mm. And it's, so, it's so, 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 Michael, here's part of the difficulty. And again, it's, it's what happens when, when we look at um, corporate South Africa in general, is that when you look at the, the makeup of, in particular, your very your senior positions, etc., those are still in the majority occupied by white individuals, and so 
the assumption, if we are to go with your analogy around hiring people that are fit for purpose, fit for the job, the assumption that, that one has to draw based purely on what we are seeing is a suggestion that black people are inadequate or African people are inadequate in as far as what they bring into the labor place to be suitable or to be able to be capable in those positions. Yeah, well, that's absolutely incorrect because, as you've seen, we've got legislation in place already. It's been there for 20 years. The problem that we've got is exacerbated by the shrinkage. In other words, every quarter we get the results from Statistics South Africa. Every quarter the staff shrink across the country for over 10 years now. So how do you create that that room for the black entrepreneur, for the black um, top management team. It is moving. It's moving too slowly. And, of course, what we need is the business community to answer to that. In other words, if they have two equal people, and there is legislation for this and must be challenged each time. When two people stand, and they do challenge, so you've got one black, one white, and they're equal to do the job, you are obliged to appoint the black man or the black person. So, 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 Michael, again, you know, by your own admission, is that the 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 legislation has not worked, which and and you went on further to say that you know government needs to look at encouraging business to um, to do better when it comes to its own employment processes, right? Why, 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 why must business be encouraged to do better? Why can't we expect business to do the right thing from the get-go? And if the numbers look the way that they do, does it not suggest that there actually is no commitment or there's a lack of interest from business when it comes to how its employment, um, the diversification of its, pl- its employment, what that looks like? No, but you, you're listening to me in the sense that I'm not looking at it from one angle. I'm telling you, let's say I've got a business, I run a small spaza shop, and I employ five people, and business is bad, and I've had to now retrench one, I've now got four. How do I reflect a greater diversity within my workforce if that's the case? And what I'm trying to say to you is we need to grow business, and the only way we're going to be able to reflect the proper diversity is by business growing. It doesn't help when business has been shrinking for 10 years. Because what you're saying is, we need you to get rid of all the white people and put in black people. Well, that, that doesn't make sense either. No, Michael, but doesn't. we can't assume that there haven't been any employment. There hasn't been any employment in business, uh, you know, for the last close on 30 years. That, that can't be the suggestion. So we're talking no, now isn't. about the we're talking now about the the jobs that have been available and the makeup and the constitution of who has had the opportunity of being able to access those jobs. But we've got legislation. We've got legislation that if I, I am the black person, right, I apply. A white person applies and has got equal to me. I've got, I've got power to say that that's unfair and challenge it. And there have been. I've been involved in cases of that nature. And but, yes, but, but the I figures show us case. the legislation is not working, Michael. And you, you yourself have said it's not working. So no, what then the, is the solution? The lit- yes. The litigation's working. 
That works. Okay, so, 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 so now basically people have to be put in a situation where they litigate against unfair practices, but there shouldn't be laws that's, that say specifically um, that there must be preference given to these other individuals. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the preference must be there. It doesn't help to make it harsh. I'm, the preference is there and it exists in our law. It's been in our law for 25 years. But to try and make it harsher to say we're going to give you fines, all you're trying to do then is you're trying to destroy business, which is fine because then what will happen is business will open up elsewhere. And that's what's happening in South Africa. We're losing the skills. And once you're losing skills, then your business community collapses. You can't tell us in any way that the economy is thriving. So, it's not. So, so what skills are we losing? Are we losing white skills, Michael? No, you're losing white and black skills all the time. And because the white and black skills are saying the business community isn't given the opportunity to grow and the legislation is becoming harsher and harsher in a whole lot of levels, not just on employment equity, but a whole lot of levels. So we can't argue. I mean, it's quite simple. The law's there. The law hasn't worked. What are you going to do? Are you going to try and make it harsher to have now to bring in a desperation and say we're going to have race quotas. Do you think that'll make it easier? Of course it won't. It won't. So you'll have a few white people replaced by a few black people. It's not going to make any difference whatsoever. What's going to make a difference is by growing the economy and stop having the quotas of all sorts of natures. The targets and economic sectors are going to be set up by the minister. The minister is going to set up these targets, and I can promise you in 10 years' time we'll have this discussion again. Do you think it's going to work? It can't. And you have to grow that business community. It's not, a, it's not a cake that exists. It's a cake that has to grow all the time. And we've seen right. race quotas around the world have never worked. Never. All right. Michael Bagrams, we'll leave it there for this morning. Michael Bagrams, Labour Law Attorney at Bagrams Attorneys. And, of course, he's giving his perspective in as far as this conversation, this debate is concerned.